Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. He definitely wants to go back to Tampa Bay, which obviously gives them a leg up in any negotiations. But there's a lot of wide receiver needy teams in the NFL and some guys I think that would be willing to throw some significant money in the direction of Mike Evans that would make that a very difficult decision, even given his age, particularly if, you know, T. Higgins or Michael Pittman or both get get franchise tagged and get taken off the market. And all of a sudden the receiver group looks a little worse than it did on paper heading into free agency. I mentioned Carolina. I'm going to mention them for every single wide receiver that's available. They would make a ton of sense. Mike Evans is still a legit number one. That is Sam Monson, pro football focus. He is uh, one of the many that is connecting Mike Evans and the Carolina Panthers. Panthers need a wide receiver desperately. Mike Evans is a stud, a free agent, who really, as Adam Schefter said this week, really I don't think has any chance of being tagged. His tag number will be $28 million because of what his salary was last year. So it does look like he could get to the open market. Can we afford that sort of salary, though? That would be my question with old Mikey Evans there. There's no doubt the dude's a baller. Ten straight thousand-yard seasons. Yeah, he's a, he's a Hall of Famer. Is, he go, is it about money for him at this point? Or is it about, is he at that level of his career where he's trying to get to the best spot to win another championship. Is he going to be looking at whatever teams can afford him that at the highest level with Kansas City or all these teams? I've seen the list of teams linked to him, and it's all the Baltimore Ravens. It's all the teams that are contenders. Is that where his eyes are going to go, or is it going to be about money or coaching with Canales and the guys he knows here? I don't know what his mindset is. Yeah, I'm not sure that, like, Joe Person put it bluntly. I'm not sure spending five months with Dave Canales is going to have a huge effect on the decision. Right, I would put him like, down. Of all the guys we talk about, I put him down the list of these of these. All guys. right, well, let's do it. Let's let's yeah. let's. Well, are we start? We're starting with Mike Evans then, right? Because we, we're because we have a wheel that we're going to spin. Do we have an actual wheel? We got a wheel. Flounder's going to spin the wheel of oh, whiteouts. This is exciting. All right, let's spin the wheel. See who it lands on. Which wideout we landed on here in free agency in the offseason? Oh, it's Mike Evans. What a coincidence. Isn't that amazing? It just happened. Wow. On the first spin. about him. Wow. And it landed on him. So, how did you see how we're. I'm confused on how you saw where that landed. I can see it right over there, man. I can see it right over there. It's almost like this game might not be on the up and up here. We have an an actual wheel down there in the office. That would take too much work. No, I tried to go get it during the break. It's so heavy, I might need someone else to carry it for Oh, me. yeah, you gave up. So you were going to say what I'm thinking. I don't think I don't think Mike Evans is coming here. 
I, I don't really. And I also don't know, Bone. You're trying to re-sign Burns. You might have to use the tag. You might have to use $22.7 million of cap money on him. Um, you got to sign Luvu. Like, I'm not sure that price range is where we're going to be looking. Anyway. Never say never, but I put it at a uh, less than 10% chance. I got to pull up this CBS article that has their projected values. I mean, it's only the, the opinion of CBS and their and their NFL writers. But, like, he's projected Bone to be about, like, $24 million a year. Yeah. That's a big one, man. There's yeah. no doubt about it. Yeah, right. I say that's, that's, that's the lowest percentages of the wheel. But he's a hell of a player, man. There's no doubt about it. And you know it. what? Even if he doesn't come here... Get him out of the South in Tampa. That that still is a win in some ways, is it not? No doubt. No doubt. he doesn't go to like Atlanta or New Orleans or something. No, that's a good yeah. point, too. That's a good point, too. All right, Flounce, spin the wheel, baby. Spin that wheel. You're supposed to clap while this is oh. happening. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no whammies and stop. All right. Uh, Wrong we, game. Okay. We have T. Oh, Higgins. Do I stop? We have T. Higgins, yes. baby. Oh. We have T. Higgins now on the wheel. T. Higgins is a unrestricted free agent. There's a lot of talk that he could be franchise tagged in Cincinnati. Now, there is some talk of a tag and trade availability. How do you feel about T. Higgins, Bone, as a Panther fan? I think it's uh, it's in the middle of my options. I think, though, your plan would have to be a factor in this, too. I wouldn't just want to get Higgins and say, okay, we're we're good here. I would still probably use 33 Mac on a guy like Glad McConkey or somebody like that. I would put Higgins in there with more guys. I don't think he's – I'm not sure he's your number one. I think he's helpful. I think he's valuable, but I would still add – I wouldn't just stop there. I would go draft a guy as well. I'd go get a, a McConkey if you're going to go try to get a Higgins in some sort of trade or something. Yeah, I'm not – I, I wouldn't I'm, just get him and say we're good. I, I would add more to it. I want you to know right now we could add Jerry Rice in his prime, and I'm drafting a wide receiver in the second or third round. Like I did, To me, this has to be veteran receiver edition and rookie receiver edition. You want I, his you, son, Brayden Rice, here? Is we need them both. Yeah, I forgot he's available. So the CBS um, – uh, piece they that they put up on ranking the they actually rank him the number one wide receiver because of age over Mike Evans and I do like that point with Mike Evans as good as he is it's like we're rebuilding he's north of thirty you know there, th there's that question too but T Higgins they have him eighteen point six million per year so do you like do you like this idea I just don't think it's, it's likely in the, it's in the middle of the wheel idea I think he's going to be tagged and I don't think it's really going to get in play for us. But I do like the idea because of his age versus Mike Evans. He's only 25, you know, or he'll be yeah. 25 during the season. All right, Flound Dog, I know you're getting tired over there. Spin that wheel, baby. Spin the wheel of wide outs. All right. All right. Yeah. Shout out to my mom, my dad. Oh. What do we got? All right. We are on Marquise Brown. Oh, Marquise Hollywood Brown. That's my Gus Johnson. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's okay, you ain't good. winning anything with that impression. It's not very good. I I do the Gus Johnson Hollywood. Oh my bad, my bad. I forgot that. You got to pause. You got to <laughs> Marquise. Oh yeah. yeah. Pause. Hollywood. <laughs> Read an ad. Joe Clark. <laughs> Brown. Okay, I Hollywood forgot about pause. Yeah, you got to pause there for a while. All right, so he'll be twenty. He'll he'll be twenty seven during, uh, or actually he turns twenty seven December twentieth. So he's twenty six right now. Um, CBS lists the Panthers as one of the team fits for him, and CBS estimates $14.9 million a year. He is an outright free agent, doesn't take a trade. Do you have any interest in Hollywood Brown? No, not really. I would say, I mean, again, he's a guy that helps the receiver room. I just, ah, I, he's, he's, he's not, 
he's above Mike Evans in terms of what I think you can you can obviously attain him a lot easier. I just I, I don't have much interest in Hollywood Brown. I think Hollywood Brown is a name that people are drawn to and they think he's really great, but ultimately I don't think he produces that much. He would be an upgrade, though, over no, our he, receiving core, he, right? He would, but I, I don't know. I mean, he only had 574 last season receiving yards. He's had 1,000-yard season in five years. He's had one year, Bone, of more than 769 yards. So I kind of see what you're saying. And he's also supposed to be this big play guy, but only averages 11.5 yards a catch. You know what That's I mean? That's what I'm saying. I think people he's get drawn. more slot, like short People guy. get drawn to the thought of Hollywood Brown. I don't more, really love it either. More than the production of who he actually is. I don't really love it, but I do wonder, Bone, if this is the area of the free agent list that we're going to end up choosing from, though. I do, I do wonder about that. All right, Flound Dog, spin that wheel of wideouts, baby. Spin it away. Yay! Oh, I forgot. Yeah, we're supposed to be excited. There we go. There we go. There we go. All right, here we got. Here we go right now, Bone Man. This would be a trade. This would be a trade. Brandon Mm. Ayuk. Are you down with Ayuk is on fire? You have to make a trade, though. What do we have to trade? That's the the problem. Yeah, that would be so far the best option, the best route runner in the league at this point, 1,400 yards. People said yesterday he's a system guy. Absolutely not. I think he's the perfect type of receiver that Bryce Young can work with that kind of is similar to the the Alabama guys that are so successful. They, you know, get him in space, run some routes. That would be right now on this list. That would be my number one so far. The problem is, though, it's all about the attainability of these guys, and I don't know how you go about doing that. Joey from Huntersville, Mac, is a diehard Niners fan. He said yesterday that he had read or heard somewhere that, you know, would the Niners be more apt to keep Brandon Ayuk at this point and move off of Debo Samuel because of Ayuk's age, production, and the injuries that have happened. He's so more much. reliable. Just pay Debo. Debo though. How much? I mean, who's willing to take numbers. on that contract? I don't. I don't know the answer. I'm just saying what a Niner fan said to us. I'd be interested in trading for Debo, although he does have a twenty, twenty plus million dollar a year deal, like Flounders talking about. I, I just the Ayuk thing to me would be awesome if we actually had a first round pick, and the only way we can get a first round pick is to trade Brian Burns, and I'm not about trading Brian Burns. So that's kind of where I get. I would rather have Bone one of these free agents on the list that you don't have to give up draft collateral for and sign Burns as well. Um, wheel time. Mac doesn't want Brandon. I. You. Thank you, Gus. Thank you, Gus. Spin that wheel, Flan. We still have like umpteen wide receivers left to go. All right, all right, all right, all right. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. All right, here we go, baby. Michael Pittman. Oh. Michael Pittman, unrestricted free agent, but could be tagged. Oh, yeah. Uh, again, he's not a – he's productive, right? The numbers bear oh, that out. Oh, yeah, big-time production. But he, he's not, not a burner. A, not a game-breaker, not a big-play burner. But again, Mac, Mike Evans and DK Metcalf are big guys that were – you know, they're they're game-breakers, but they're, they're bigger guys that can move the chain. So far, I think based off – the ability to get him in production, putting him with Canales, that would be my first option right now on the wheel because Ayuk's a better player. I just don't know how you're going to get him. So right now, I think all the variables at play, Pittman would be so far on my list on the wheel, my first option. 2,000-yard seasons in his career, had 109 catches this past year, 99 the year before that. Does only average, where's his yards per catch at? Only averages nine. Or no, that's the truth. 
10 plus a catch. 10 plus a catch. It's never so happened it's a to lot Pat Sajak. Of... You never see Pat Sajak. Pat Sajak has it under control. <laughs> he's way smoother than I am. I think he's going to be tagged, though. I don't think this one is going to come to fruition for us. You got one more here? Uh, all right. If you're Pat Sajak, I'm very white. We... <laughs> Very white. Turn those letters over. All right. Give me one more spin of the wheels. Yeah, one last cool. one. Wheels getting creaky, yeah. man. Yeah. What else? Wheels falling All right. What do we got? We got Calvin Ridley. Yes. That's my option that goes above Pittman. But, Mac, you brought something to my attention yesterday that was just eye-opening. And I looked it up, and I know that he had a little bit of a rough childhood in high school, so he got set back a couple years. I did not know that Calvin Ridley turns 30 years old in December. How about this for a fact, Mac? Mike Evans is 30 right now. Calvin Ridley, and he turns 31 in August. So they're a year apart or so. They're almost the same age. They are four drafts apart. Mike Evans was drafted in 14, Ridley in 18, but yet one is 30 now and one is about to turn 30. One's played 10, oh. year, 10 seasons. The other one's played five. It's, 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 I know and that that's he had the it. thing. Is Ridley's age, a lot of people are texting, stay away from Calvin Ridley because of his age, but there's got to be a lot more tread on his tires and than Mike missed, Evans. And he missed a lot of time. That's going to be, well, they had the, the five seasons would be six if he didn't miss one okay, completely. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, but Calvin Ridley... Um, He's got to have more tread than Mike Evans, right? Yes. He's very lightly worked 29-year-old at this point in time. And I think Calvin Ridley would be the perfect guy to go sign for us. I'm not sitting here saying he's as good as Mike Evans' bone. I'm not on here saying that, hey, he's a Brandon Ayuk or someone like that, or even T. Higgins. But I think he's a guy that uh, has a couple of thousand-yard seasons in his career, including this past one in Jacksonville. Had almost 1,400-yard season. Had 1,374-yard season in Atlanta. I think the dude is good enough to be our number one. Is he one of the best ones in the league? No. But on this staff, I think he is on this squad. And if you add a rookie wide receiver with him, I think that would be great to go with Adam Thielen and Jonathan Mingo. Calvin Ridley is one of my favorites. And Gabe Davis did not come up on the wheel. It's unfortunate for Gabe. He did not come we up on the wheel. We ran out of spins, Gabe. He's an interesting one, too, Bone. I, I, he had a disappointing year, but he's a game breaker. He's a guy that could create big plays, yes. and we freaking need those. Put out a nine-minute nine goodbye video to the Bills. Nine minutes. That, really? that lasted longer than some Panther wideouts careers around here. <laughs> Are you in for the law firm, Mac, of McConkie and Ridley? Would you sign up for that I'd to be, be the so law firm? I'd be so down with Ridley and McConkie. Yeah, I would be so. And then Ridley and Leggett. You know, there's a lot of yeah. interesting combinations we could come up with, but we got to get two, man. When we come back, she is back. She is back for the full season. Jessica Charman, the Charlotte FC Radio Network. We're going to talk football. We're going to talk about life. We have absolutely no idea where these interviews go. We can now wait. Here, just next, Sports Radio, 92.7 WFNZ. We can both be analysts. It's amazing. I don't know, but I, I don't know if I could do your job. Oh, you got it, bro. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. 
All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Radio 92.7 WFNZ. Think about the podcast, y'all. Later today, this weekend, think about the Mac and Bone show you missed. All right, we're not judging you. There won't be fines. But there's Mac and Bone show that many of you miss. All right, if you're not listening to all four hours, listen to the parts of the show you miss um, in podcast form. WFNZ.com, Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. And also, um, if you're not, if you're going to the game tomorrow night, the Charlotte FC game, uh, season opener. They're back for their third season. Uh, stop by the Jack Daniels Doghouse. They're opening at 4.30 with the help of sponsors like Pepsi, JJ's Red Hots, and Planet Kia. Uh, if you want if you want to listen to it on the radio, it's perfect to do, Bone. They've got that option on the Apple uh, yes. on the Apple uh, MLS uh, app, right? Season yeah. Pass app, where you can listen to Jess and Willie for the home games. Uh, their coverage starts at 7 with the pregame here on WFNZ. 7.30 kickoff. We're very excited. And I want to say to find the Charlotte game, it's real simple. You go to your Apple TV, you look for Messi's photo, and then you scroll through the 17 things that involve Messi, his past <laughs> games. They actually have future games of Messi, Mac. You can actually watch Messi's future games. That's how that's how ahead they are on Apple TV. Then once you get past the Messi feed, type in your password again, get by the second Messi feed, and there it is right there. Dude, the commission. There's a lot of Messi on that Apple oh, feed. Oh, it's, it's, it's very messy, that. App. And their MLS website is very messy as well. Um, Bone, the the commissioner of the MLS, Don Garber, had the nerve to say the other day that there are other stories other than messy out there that in this league that the media should cover. Oh, yeah. And it's like your own website, the app, the MLS season pass app, like Bone saying, that's all you get is messy, messy, messy. And if it ain't messy, 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 it's Suarez and Alba and Brusquets and all the super friends he brought with him. It's just... It's annoying. It was. It's. It's great for the league. Don't get me wrong. It's great for the league. And as a soccer fan, something that's great to grow soccer in America. I want. But man, I want some crunching free bone crunching tackles against that little pipsqueak when All we right. play him this Macker, year. Macker, remind me again. Didn't Leo Messi become a part of the ownership group of the MLS or something like well, that? Well, remember he got. What all did he get? Uh he got ownership. A, did he get ownership stake? Remember what were the sponsors too? He was getting sponsor money, his, right? His from own, Apple, his own spaceship to travel back and forth. <laughs> so he, so he's, he's a part, part of the subscription money. Remember yes, that? Yes, uh, he's a part Apple. of your group, and yet you're saying that we're seeing too much. That seems a little weird. Who could have? Who could have seen that coming? By I'm the telling way. you, man. Come I mean, on, these commissioners are boneheads. And by the way, yeah, this commissioner acting like he does. Doesn't want messy coverage out the wazoo. Get out Seriously. of here with that. Oh, we need more stars. Oh, okay, yeah, all right. Where is um? That's why I call. I have messy. no idea. What's why going call- on with Jesse? We don't. Have, we we have messy talk, Jess- but we have no Jesse. Jessica Charman. This is this is uh disheartening to say the least. She was so fired up for Footy Friday. Hope she's okay. And now we get to Footy Friday and we can't get Jess on the phone lines. This is unnerving, man. Yeah. I need Jess before game. I mean, day. we could ju- we could just play sound effects. <laughs> Of her. I mean, we could just do that. What are you doing? Yeah, what are you doing? That's now, what we're we, now, now they're going to make Messi call in. <laughs> oh, if, Dear goodness. 
if we can't get Jess to do Footy Friday, maybe Flounder's friend, female friend from yesterday, maybe the bot, <laughs> Alexa, can you, is, Edna. Can, can you put Edna in a British accent? <laughs> there is Google Translate that does that. British Edna talking I a think. little bit of footy. All right, so Flounder, work on that case over there, all right? Try to hunt Jess well, down I gotta for tell us. You, Willie won, Jess nothing. So here, Willie we, would never miss his segment. Can we do an emergency call to Willie if Jess can't make it? Is we have to go to a, a backup? I'm going to go Friday? out on a limb and say the day before the season opener, he's on standby. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, he's ready to go. But here's the thing, though. Jess, Jess is the thing that's weird about Jess not answering her phone is she likes the airtime. She often asks, why is Willie getting the airtime? Yeah. I want to get some of it, too. Yeah. So if Willie came on here to fill in for her, that could drive. You know what I mean? It could, it, it could be a. It could be an issue in the booth tomorrow night. You know what I mean? She I, might kick his shins. I talked to her yesterday. Little cat was yelling in the background. We had this whole thing worked out. All yeah. right. Uh, see what you can do over there, Flound, as far as Jessica Charming goes for Footy Friday. Um, if you want to send a text in, 704-570-9610. Uh, got a text from Brian who says, my neighbor down the street coaches youth soccer. He might be able to fill in. <laughs> <laughs> if only we had a, a guy that could be on the show that led his team to a semifinals appearance <laughs> yes. in a recent soccer team. One and two in our tournament. I'm an expert now, an expert. All right. Um, anyway, also want to point out um, uh, coming up this weekend as well, you got the Hornets tonight on this station. 9.30 pregame for you tonight, Bone Man, right? 10.30 tip. Against Golden State? Yeah, that sounds Holy right. Holy heck, that's a late night for you. I get confused on which ones are 10 and which one's 1030. Tonight, 10 or 1030, I've lost control Man. of this. Guys, breaking news. What's that? We have tracked down the Mad Cat. There we go. That's oh, what we're waiting for. Yeah, baby. baby. That's the what threat, we're waiting for. The threat of Willie, weekly spot number two. I uh, really got her going. <laughs> she heard it was an emergency. She yes. had to answer her phone because Willie was going to replace her. All nine, right, let's nine, do it. 9 p.m. Uh, Eastern pregame. If you're oh, on my the, bad. So it's a 10 o'clock game. 10 o'clock oh, game. I thought it was 10.30. If you're okay. on the East Coast, 9 o'clock pregame show tonight. There you go, baby. I'm telling you right now. Why don't you call me up at 9 o'clock? I'll be entertaining, Bone, during your pregame show. Hey, that everybody. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's do it. Harry Carey. She is the Mad Cat. She is one of the voices of Charlotte FC. She is back for another season with Charlotte FC on the radio and for Footy Fridays. She's on the Bodyworks Plus guest hotline. Jess, Happy New Year. What's going on? How you been, Jess? What's happening? At what time is it illegal to say Happy New Year, Max? I've lived 50 years of fifty days of my year already. Come on, Max. <laughs> but I think it's the first time I'm talking to you this, of the year, though. You this, know what I mean? This, like, is, this has to count, right? This is the first guest to call you out, right? <laughs> Yeah. Mm, is not. it over? <laughs> Finally. Did Jess? Did he get all the way to the point where Jess ended this whole thing? Because uh, we got the we almost got the march for crying out loud. I uh, I've been trying to get somebody to call me out, Jess, on this, and you're the first. You're the first one to okay, do. Okay. Well, you are so, so welcome. You are so welcome. <laughs> I'm, glad to, I'm glad to be upset. I also have to call out T-Bone though. Why? Uh, T-Bone, I'm sorry. You posted his. You, you you called me a his on uh, on Twitter on X or whatever. Oh, what? You said his weekly segment. There you go. Oh, get the pronouns right. Get the Hold pronouns on. right over there, Bone. Hold on. <laughs> no, it says right here. I've got uh, Jess talks footy. The problem is Jess. Uh oh. Here's the issue. I have an issue with you, Jess, too. Because oh, what oh I want to say is 
Jess Talks Footy returns for Footy Friday. That's a lot of footy in one tweet. So I'd say Jess Talks Footy returns for her weekly segment. And I did call her a man by accident. Oh, that's a problem. (laughs) So she she got issues with both of them. A lot changed in the (laughs) offseason. How about this? Jess's first time back, we're all just scrolling at one another. We're still annoying Jess. New year, new season, we're still annoying Jess. But it is awesome to have you back, Jess. Great to hear your voice. So let's jump into the let's 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 talk about the Dean Smith impact on this team. I'm sure you know you've been watching the preseason too. I'm sure they've been really sound defensively. Like, how do you expect this to be different with Dean Smith compared to Latanzio? Yeah, I think firstly we've seen in preseason defensive solidarity, right? And how many times were we pulling our hair out last season? Unfortunately, because of the way we were playing defensively, set us up maybe for a little bit of failure. Um, you know, the inverted fullback had a good point in they were trying but it wasn't working for us in MLS and I think Dean Smith has kind of simplified things a little bit and he's getting the best out of his players rather than overcomplicating it. The other part is I mean just look at the atmosphere and the environment every time and obviously we know social media can be misleading but it looks like the team's genuinely happy, genuinely excited, they've got that good banter back and I'm just excited to see the togetherness on this team and then I think Dean Smith is really prioritizing, guys, having people that want to play for Charlotte, right? There's a lot of superstars, and you can read into it what it is, aren't with us anymore. And Dean Smith kind of said, hey, I just want players that want to play for the crown. And I think that's what the fans want too, right? We just want players out there that want to play for the club because when they want to play for the club, they're going to be performing with their lives on the line. So hopefully we're going to see even more fight and effort from these boys as well. Jess, how long do you think it's going to take for us to see the benefits of the Dean Smith system? And and at this level, how long will it take for him to really get it going? Yeah, I mean, I think we're already seeing in preseason there are four consecutive clean sheets. I mean, we never had that in Major League Soccer. And I know you can't read too much into preseason because other teams are mixing things up. But we were also mixing things up. And it seemed like even when we had second, third string players in the system, they were understanding it because it was simplified. They They were kind of thriving in their elements. So I think we're already seeing it. And this weekend, right, it's a home game. You're going to see that fight, that energy from the boys. So I'm going to go and put my neck out there that I think we're going to see an immediate difference. I'm hopeful. I'm yeah. hopeful, boys. I, I, we talked about it earlier. I think the same thing. I do. Um, uh, we're talking with Jessica Charman. She's back on Footy Friday. She is back, and, and she is wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> she is doing a you're tremendous to make good, job. Yeah, you're trying to make yeah, good yeah, over yeah. there? Uh, and she put an end to the Happy New Year bit. She over. called me out on it, so now I can we I find, can't believe find it, something else stupid to the do. The fact it went all the way till uh, MLS time is really incredible. Uh, can you believe that, Jess, that no guest called us? Other than J.J. Jansen, but it's just because he comes on regularly. He knows about it. But like, People uh, don't want to be mean to you. That's what it is. That's very love. nice of you. That's very nice of you. So, Jess, you know what people are saying, though. When you get past the Dean Smith edition, right, now people are talking about personnel. And Dean Smith himself yesterday, in a candid moment in the presser, said, hey, we are probably, you know, a couple players away from being that really good side that we want to be. They have gone after, they've thrown big money trying to get mid, you know, an attacking midfielder, whether it was the Danish kid playing in Norway or whether it's Rodriguez, the kid from Colombia. They've tried and nothing's come off. It sounds like they're still trying. Sounds like a winger also is something they like to add. But as they are right now with Sadursky and Joswiak gone, how worried are you about the personnel um, uh, up front and, and what they lost? Or do you think Dino can kind of make up for that? 
Yeah, I think in the press conference, he's being honest here that quality on paper, you know, MLS with all of its different roster compliances, having your designated players is kind of an important thing, right? There's very few teams that are successful without three designated players, high quality. We've only got one right now, and it's Enzo Capetti. I will say, I have a feeling that we're going to see a different Enzo Capetti this year without Karashidersky. I'm not sure what it was on the pitch, but the two of them just didn't seem to be able to play together. And I think sometimes... You know how people say that you have to get out the shadow of someone else. I'm wondering if Carol being gone will allow Enzo his opportunity to be the star that he needs to be. And that might be helpful in seeing a new Enzo Capetti. Am I worried that we don't necessarily have a natural playmaker a little bit? Yeah. I mean, I think rightly so. And Dean Smith is saying it. And it's not the lack of want, right? We've heard the numbers that are being thrown around. We've heard the figures that are being thrown around. I'm excited about the new additions in terms of Diani and uh, Junior Erso, who's a player with a lot of MLS experience, but they're not exactly players that you look at and it sets your world on fire like a Lionel Messi or a, a Suarez, you know? But I think we're going to be okay and hopefully we're able to add, you know, a, another piece of firepower at least before the next transfer window because this team needs just a little bit more to bolster it up for me. But they say uh, championships are won on defense, right? So as long as we can keep games close, you always have a chance. Yeah, yeah. yeah and, I, and I think they'll be sound. Sorry, Bone. No, I think, it's okay. I'm just, I'm just here to help. I think, my bad. <laughs> I think, Jess, they'll be more sound late in games. Like, it felt like, you know what I mean? Like, well, if we, I don't need to say it. We dropped 20-something points while, I, while leading I wouldn't want to be in a locker room with Dean Smith if they concede, like, two late goals. No. Exactly. I think that. He comes across as this bubbly, jokey guy, but I know English people, and he even said in one of these uh, videos that the club posted to Ashley Westwood, hey, you haven't seen me when I'm angry, my friend. You have not seen me that way yet, and I wouldn't want to see it that way. So I think Dean Smith is just a very commanding manager. He's got some really good experience. When you look at the players he's coached and got the best out of, I mean, a young Jack Grealish, look at where Jack Grealish is now. He's really excited by uh, Nimfasha, Bakimas. I think that's exciting. We've got young players, all of the Crown Legacy players coming up. You know, we might not have these big-name DP stars, but I'm thinking Dean Smith can get the best out of these players that are cultivating the next generation in this club. Jess, does it bother you that we had Ashley Westwood on the show the other day? Great interview. And Matt tried to do... Uh, an English accent for I Ashley haven't heard, Oh, I've got to go back and listen to it. I haven't listened to this yet. I did see it pop up. I, I know. I is that offensive to the captain here or what? How's this work? It, did you do it like his accent? Because he sounds a bit different to me. Yeah, Matt tried to be Ashley Westwood while we were talking to him. I don't him. know. I only have one British accent, Jess. I know that we, like, I know that there's different regions and they sound different, but I just have one and it's not very good. You know, oh, yeah, he yeah, what, that was actually polite. He seems a very good. Oh, very polite. Uh, he was great. Yeah, very, he's he was polite to us. He's not polite to guys on the other team on the pitch, though. And I liked <laughs> I like that about him. Or the referees. It's the right player to be. You've got to be a different player when you step on the field versus when yeah. you're talking to friends. Right? That's the way he is. Great captain. I do want to ask you this. You said something that piqued my interest. You said about Dean Smith and his fire. Right. You said, I know how English people are. So I'm I'm curious, right? You spend a lot of time in the States now. What are the major differences, do you think? And I know we're kind of generalizing, but in your opinion, what are the biggest differences between the way people act and their personalities back in England versus here in America? Okay, so I'm going off of London because, again, the North and the South in England are very different. But when I got to the South of the U.S., people are very over-friendly here. Like, like. In England, if you get into an elevator, you don't talk to someone. You don't make eye contact here. You'll meet someone new and they'll give you a hug within 10 seconds. Yeah. So you guys are very, very friendly. And that took 
I took a while to get my Barrett down. So I think over-friendliness is a huge one. We're just a bit mean in England. Honestly. <laughs> oh. Not you, though, at all. The rest of them. Not you at all, though, Jess. I mean, I used to be a bit of an A. An A. Could I say that? I wanted to add what again, but I, it's been a while since I've been on a... Uh, Right there. I'm not you could have said it. Yeah, yeah, you could have said it there. Yeah. Is there a? Is there like what part of England would Mark from Gastonia be from? Is there an area for him over there? Norwich. Norwich. Oh. He would be from Norwich. <laughs> and all I'm going to say is Norwich. Um, the stereotype is that people have six fingers in Norwich. If that makes any sense. <laughs> what? Fingers. What? Have you checked Marky's digits, Bo? <laughs> no, I have Amazing not. Guy. I will not. When no. he's doing the pizza reviews <laughs> and seeing if the pizza is floppy and crispy, yeah, how many fingers he got holding that slice? Well, now I'm looking. <laughs> Yeah. There you go, Mark. He's excited right, Jess, about that the That went well. We mocked each other, and then we mocked others. All right, Jess. Great start. Great start to the segment. Uh, listeners want to know, though, why you weren't there when Flounder called. Is that like little one, little little mad kitten no, doing something? What's going on? This is, this is really embarrassing, but I think I ate some I, I ate some English sausages yesterday, and I don't think they sat well with my stomach, so it was a long night. That's what I'm going to say. Oh, all right. That's a lot of information wow, we there. we got on the commode, Jess. <laughs> I did politely poop my pants. Oh, I, I I thought this might be serious. It turns out it's worse than we thought. Oh man! All right, Jess, you are no, very it honest. Was other, it was it was the the mouth end. It was not the other end. Don't uh, worry. Oh dang! Oh well, yeah, that no. was the sound effect. By the way, that wasn't actually her oh, right there. Oh, okay. so, oh, she didn't just say that. Oh, I, I forgot just... that was on the phone. So when I hit it, I oh, felt I bad. She just said that. Yeah, no, no, no. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, now yeah. I got it. Now I got it. Wow. All okay. Right. Well, Jess, we... it is a pleasure to talk to you. You're fun. You gave us information. You were very honest. Um, uh, and we appreciate it. We will talk to you next Friday. Everybody listen to Jess and Willie. Pre-game show starts at 7 tomorrow. Thanks, Jess. Thanks, boys. Take care. Have a good, good luck one. to you, Jess. Right, Stay there. away from the English sauce. <laughs> I Like... God bless her. Most people wouldn't answer the question that honestly. No, no, you know no, what no, I mean. No. Like that, no, no. she gave us a lot of details there yep. about her morning. All right, no. all right, all right. Good talk, Bo. Oh, it's me. Good talk. Yeah, yeah. We yeah, come yeah. back. It's the wrap up. Getting you set for the day and night and sports. It's not. It's Friday, isn't it? So we're not getting you set for the day and night. It's sports. We're getting you set for tonight for the Hornets and the entire weekend. Sports Radio ninety two seven WFNZ. That's making me like physically want to throw up. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. We're coming down to home stretch. Everybody have a great weekend, man. We got no, uh, you know, we got no American football, I should say, right? But we got Charlotte FC. We got big college basketball games. That Duke-Wake game is huge for Wake. 
Um, uh, Duke is trying to stay hot, work their way up, you know, from a three seed um, to maybe the two seed area. Carolina, Virginia has huge ramifications as well. Charlotte's got to get a win, man, against Tulsa. They got to bounce back from that mess against Memphis. So big games this week. Hornets on fire. They are on fire, Bowman, four repeating. straight. Why am I repeating now what you do? Hey, jump in. It's fun, man. It's fun just to yell stuff out on the radio. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, I've heard. Uh, <laughs> Done so we got things happening, man, this weekend. Kane's got two games, Saturday and Sunday night, um, after winning last night. So we got things happening this weekend. Remember, the doghouse is open. Um, uh, Jack Daniels' doghouse open tomorrow at 430 for the FC game. NASCAR also in action at Atlanta. Flounder was talking about it earlier. We've got now drafting involved. It's kind of a mini super speedway now, oh. and they're racing at 3 o'clock. And every NASCAR report we do, whether it's Friday or Monday on this show, is brought to you by Dale Earnhardt Chevrolet, located in Newton, North Kakalaki, uh, Highway 16. And you can uh, you can find them online at EarnhardtChevy.com. So we got to do our picks, right? Yeah, we believe, do our NASCAR. Uh, yeah baby. I believe this, Matt, this one is the Arm Butter 400. Is that what it's called? Arm no, butter. I don't My think that. Heck is that? Arm, oh, Am, Am Better Health 400. Okay, I thought it was the I Arm s- Butter the, I thought Arm Butter was like, I don't know, some company or something. We've got uh, Joey Logano is the favorite. Is he? Denny Hamlin is second. Keselowski third. Blaney fourth. Christopher Bell is actually tied for fourth with Blaney. I'm going to go. Mm. I'm going to go Christopher Bell on this. Mm. I'm going to go Christopher Bell. Just a gut. My racing feels. Okay. Yeah. Okay. What do you got, Flount? Uh, look, this is, this is like a super speedway track, but in the end, it's not nearly as chaotic. Typically you've got the normal type of guys that will win this type of race. So I'm going to go with your guy, Macker. I think Kyle Larson ends up getting the win here. If there's people to watch that I think are sleepers, Ricky Stenhouse Jr. Always a good plate racer. Um, and also, uh, Corey LaJoy has had some nice success at this race, he had a good Daytona 500, so those would be a couple of Yeah, I was thinking of doing Larson, but I don't want to put that bad Mac curse juju on my man, so I'll stay away from that one. I mean, he's down there in the odds lower than he normally is. If you're, if he you're, hasn't won there, which yeah. is crazy. Usually he's way at shocking the top. to me. He's usually way at the top, but he's uh, you know, behind Bell and, and Blaney. You know who's won there in each of the last two seasons? Willie B. Yeah. I'm going not to be confused with Willie P., Willie B, William Byron. I, I picked him last oh week, and he won the 500. Willie B, let's stick with it, baby. He goes back-to-back to, back to open the season, Bone Man, at Atlanta, William Byron. I'm my Kyle mm. Busch hat now, by the way. I told you I'd get the gear, man. My Kyle Busch hat arrived the other day. Oh, there you go. You I, went out and immediately, so you picked your driver last week. Yeah, I, got, I told you I'm and in. you immediately went out and got a hat. Once, once, you so, get, once you get the hat, it's official. I can't turn back. Why are you not hat. picking Kyle Busch, then? Why are you not uh, homering up? Why aren't you picking Kyle Larson? I don't want to jinx them. Same thing. <laughs> yeah, how dare you? How dare you guys not pick your favorite driver? Uh, by the way, um, uh, our guy... Ba- Flounder doesn't pick his favorite driver. Ba- Chris Buescher, have a great week, buddy. <laughs> Bagel guy is the one that asked us to ask why Jess was late. He now wishes he didn't ask. Yeah. <laughs> After Jess shared that story. People are making comments on the Ar- the Arm Butter 400. That is not a real thing. It's the Am Better. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I mean, th- in fairness, it does look like Arm Butter when you read it. By the way, great text here. That sums up Jess's segment. I don't necessarily like soccer, but I love Jess. She makes it fun. You know what I mean? She makes that segment fun. Here's a texture that says, I don't really love soccer, but the vibes at Charlotte FC games are immaculate. 
They are, man. It's, you want to talk about positivity and energy in the stands? You'll see it tomorrow night. Tickets available as low as fifteen bucks. This texter earlier we went there that one time together. There was people making out in front of us. Yeah, I, I hadn't seen that's a, that was the, the only time I've ever seen that one there. Yeah, that that one. Uh, it was love, love on the pitch. Yeah, that that one <laughs> that, that one woman was kissing uh, everybody that was uh, in the area. Oh man. Oh yeah, that's right. It Except was for MFG got MFG got scared. He was going to get kissed and went away. Oh yeah, MFG oh, was God, a little they terrified. Oh my God, kissing every day, kissing. Uh, uh, um, this texter uh, earlier when JJ Reddick was getting bashed by some uh, other texters, he said, "Shocking to hear your Tar Heel fan listeners don't appreciate JJ Reddick's commentary." After all, they're too dumb to understand him. Oh my god! Mm, mm. A dumb blast. Oh, boom! What a great, what a great player. How many titles he got, by the way? Fill me in on that. Zero. Boneman's ignoring you. Bone is totally ignoring you. Uh, he's going to have the same amount as Baycott. We got so many texts about Mike Trout and the jokes about the baseball pants, which you haven't seen the yep. new Major League Baseball pants. They are like. See through essentially, and yeah. they're going to have to do something about this. Make sure you zoom out. Don't zoom in. <laughs> this texture says, "If our government was as transparent as Mike Trout's new pants, our country would be in much better shape." Oh my God, that might be the text of the year right there. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. He made a great point about where our country is with this political partisan crap, and he made a joke at the expense of Major League Baseball and Mike Trout's new pants. Someone sang the song to us: "Take me out to the ball game. Give me some." It's not peanuts oh, and no. cracker jacks. Oh, no. I don't care if I ever get back. Oh no! Oh my God! All right. We'll be singing that all week in your We're head. going out on a high note. Yeah. Google uh, Google Major League Baseball pants, but don't do it at work. All right, don't do it at work. I think it could get written up. Uh, they <laughs> they are so messed up, sheer and thin. All right, we're out of here, y'all. I'm gonna go buy some new MLB pants online, Bone. If you, um, if you so wear those, I'm quitting. If I wear those to work. That's an HR violation by wearing them babies in here. All right, we're out of here. Bone Man, a pleasure. A week was the week was a pleasure. I bid Clown, you adieu. Same thing to you. Pleasure having you hang out with us every day. Charlotte FC, go get me three points tomorrow night. We'll talk about the whole sports weekend on Monday. From poo-poo to play-in. This bit took a blue chew and it's still going. I know. You know why I'm fat? I just found out why I'm fat. <laughs> this bit took a blue chew and it's still going. I know. You know why I'm fat? I just found out why I'm fat. Because <laughs> here's a steal by bird over to DJ. Ah!